0: Welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I'm David Bax. And thank you for listening. David, how you doing? Uh, Tyler, (laughs) I am, I will tell you,
1: I'm steaming. I'm hopping mad Mm -hmm. that my favorite childhood animated characters are being voiced by an actor that we don't like, I guess. I guess (laughs) I don't know I'm I've lost uh, track I'm not actually mad I'm more just uh baffled that people are so mad about Chris Pratt being the voice of both
0: Super Mario and Garfield now here's the deal I do think that he's miscast in both He does have a really good voice for certain types of characters, like his character in the Lego Movie, his character in Onward. It's not that; it's like by casting him, you are drastically changing what we all think. What we all think those characters are. So I'm not. To me, it's more just like, oh, I guess they're going a different direction. That's weird. Um, But I don't. I'm not. I don't feel invested enough to get angry. I guess I see what
1: you're saying with Garfield, because Garfield, it made sense for Bill Murray to voice Garfield because that sort of, like, over it aspect. Yes. yeah, I get that. I guess I'm... And now video games are going to, like, call... Video game... Not the video games are Video game fans are going to call me stupid, but, like, I don't know what the character of Mario is. Like, he's just...
0: Yeah, He's that's just true. a little,
1: like... He's just the guy you make do things. I don't know what his personality
0: is. Yeah, I guess so I don't
1: know if he's an odd fit, because I don't know
0: Aside from him being like Italian, because uh, it's a him, Mario. It's a me Mario. Um, yeah. But uh outside of that, I mean obviously there was like the there was the Super Mario Bros. super show where I think it was Captain Lou Albano who who played him. I And then that. Yeah. Bob Hoskins played. And in both cases he was there's was like a gruffness to, to him. Okay. Um But yeah, and I'm sure there were but even in, even in this the the cartoon because I the, there were the live action interstitials for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show and then there was like the cartoon and Lou Albano I think did the voice for him wow but I even that. even then I seem to recall him being just kind of upbeat and and all that but it, but also super generic and who cares okay um, so I guess there
1: is more of an established character than I realized it's weird that I re- I have vague memories of Lou Albano dressed as mario yeah but i have no memory of there being an animated like show that he that was the same show
0: yeah like that was the primary show really and the the live action stuff were just like interstitials uh, you know like uh like dinner in a movie with our friend paul Gilmartin. like just kind of this this these wraparounds for the animation uh the animation pardon me uh and the thing that the thing that really stuck out to me is that whoever they got to voice King Koopa always said Mario Brothers, and as a kid, that bothered me tremendously. Now, since then, I've seen I've heard a lot of people refer to him as Mario or the Mario Brothers. Yeah, I think it's like an East Coast thing. Right? Is it okay?
1: That, I, that's just what I've gathered from looking at. it yeah. Says Mario instead of Mario. It seems like it's like an East Coast. Okay. Thing like Mario,
0: and then also, you know, you're when you're a kid, you don't think about this stuff uh, you don't think like, Oh, it's probably a regional. Um, so like when I watched, if I go back and watch the old X-Men cartoon, uh, from 1992, <clears throat> you realize now they're like, okay, the entire voice cast <laughs> is Canadian. 100%. Uh, which makes sense for Wolverine. He's Canadian. Uh, but then I remember specifically, uh whoever voiced Cyclops, I remember as a kid being like, Why does he say sorry like that? <laughs> and he would be, he'd be like, I'm sorry, professor. And uh and, it, and I was like, that's weird. Why does he talk like that? Um and now I realize like, oh, it's probably just cheaper <laughs> casting out of Canada. Um but yeah, so uh yeah, I mean I it does feel like when I think of, of Chris Pratt, I think and, and kind of the the attitude that he projects, it's like an attitude attitude of like Uh, upbeat energy uh, which I do think that for Garfield again not that I really care at all but it does feel wrong for that character Um, well so I I guess I do have stuff to say about
1: it I'm being the snob as usual
0: yeah I mean I guess it's I liked, Garf- I, I liked Garfield growing up because he did have that... He was lazy, and he didn't care, and he was sarcastic, like all the stuff that I desperately wanted to be. Um, and uh, although I didn't care for... Uh, didn't like lasagna. Uh, thumbs down. And, yeah, so... And and he was wonderful... Do you still not like lasagna? I do not care for lasagna, no. What is it about it? Um, you know what? Like, if it is... <laughs> very basic lasagna where it's literally just like the the pasta and sauce as long as there are no chunks in the sauce or anything like that as long as it's just boring like that like great okay Uh, which but nobody nobody makes that yeah because that's not fun um it feels like you're eating but yeah that's like uh lasagna in prison and and i will say (coughs) excuse me i will say that um Growing up, there was Garfield and Friends, the animated uh, cartoon, which featured the wonderful well, Lorenzo. The Lorenzo Music did Garfield's oh, okay. voice, and I and did a a solid job w- with it. Um, and uh, so, of course, that's in my mind, but I don't feel any real sense of ownership to such an extent that I am angry or even vaguely perturbed. It's more as like, well, that's not how I think of the character, but whatever.
1: I think it's it's just wrapped up in, the, like, there's a... For various reasons, there's a lot of people who really don't like Chris Pratt. Sure, I guess it's that. I, I think because he's, like... Who are the, the Chris... He's, like, the one Chris who, like, doesn't play to that crowd, like, in, in his personal life. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, of And I guess Chris Pine doesn't either, but he also doesn't play against it. Chris Pine is kind of, like... He's like he's very offline, you know. Uh, yeah. Whereas like Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth are both very much willing to like, yeah. ham it up and like embrace that that sort of internet love. Yeah. And I feel like Chris Pratt has just continued to be his own person, which um, is not something that I'm. I'm not defending. I don't. I, I don't have any strong feelings about Chris Pratt. I have strong feelings about how the industry like doesn't want him to be funny
0: anymore <laughs> um yeah you're really going against type on this one i didn't see what was it tomorrow war you yeah, saw that right yeah, it, yeah. it's uh, ridiculous uh that movie was
1: uh a, a real disappointment for me because there's so much there are so many funny people in the cast of that movie yeah and this the parts of that movie that are like action sci-fi horror like aliens type stuff are really intense and really good but they decided to make like 70% of the movie, this just like soppy, muddy, dumb, like father, daughter Hmm. story. (laughs) Like get to the, like get to the funny people cracking jokes and shooting aliens. Or like, that's, uh, you have that. Why are you not? We well, have all the ingredients for a fun movie. Why are you trying to go out of your way to make this movie
0: dour? And Anyways, then I I'm haven't, the, I haven't seen passengers, a movie that you yeah. hate, Yeah. but I certainly didn't get the impression that, uh, Chris Pratt is being allowed to be Chris Pratt in that film. Right. Yeah. That's a,
1: that's a good one. Maybe, maybe in his, when it's just him and the robot bartender, like maybe there's some like hamming it up, but sure. Uh, Yeah, there's that, and then there's also like, um, people develop these like parasocial relationships with celebrities and stuff like that. So like, people love Anna Faris, rightfully, sure. And so I think like in that divorce, a lot of the internet,
0: at least, like took her side. (laughs) Um, If I'm forced to pick sides, I'll probably pick hers because I I I do enjoy when Chris Pratt is like well cast i enjoy him quite a bit but i always like her yeah yeah and uh, basically everything so
1: yeah um one of my go-to answers for like performances that didn't get nominated for an oscar like that should have even though they never would yeah. is on ferris and smiley face it's such <laughs> yeah. a great performance but um that's not the kind of that like intentionally Garish pot comedy is not the entire like
0: low budget. <laughs> it is not a, a, a Oscar Paid exactly. You'd think I would watch that show Mother, with her and Alice and Janie. Well, I think it's called Mom. Mom. Mom Mother pardon. is the movie with Javier Bardem and Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> That's the one. Yes. Yes. Mother. Right. Yes. It's the one with uh, you know. <laughs> ah, shoot debbie reynolds i was gonna say where debbie reynolds uh is the stand-in for mother gaia and married to javier bardem yeah um but uh yeah so mom like it's a cbs sitcom which for me that's marks against it um but it's got those two and i love both of them i, yeah. f- I feel like they have really good comedic instincts you'd think i would watch a single episode of it yeah i, I have not um
1: well uh before we move on i want to tell you about tweakedaudio.com tweakedaudio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors they look great they sound great tyler and i use them each and every day of our lives today tyler just this uh, this evening um while i was walking the dog i was listening to the new album by um a, a, a metal band i'm not sure, sometimes you get into these categories that are sure. a little too specific, but they're like, uh, they're called Wraith. They're from Indiana. Their new album's called undo the chains. And, uh, this album, uh, is really heavy, but in like a, it's not like that, like, um, like mean heavy metal. Like it's not slow. It's very fast. So it's, it's kind of like a speed metal. Um, and it feels like fun metal. Yeah. But very heavy. Okay. I really liked it. Um, Wraith, onto the chain. Sounded great on my TweetDartio.com earbuds that are available at a low, low price at tweakdario.com. But if you use the offer code pretension at checkout, you get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So please go to TweetDartio.com and use the offer code pretension.
0: Don't jump to me yet because I have a contribution. That's a, you know what? That's not the right word. Uh I have something to say.
1: (laughs) Oh, Um, like Jerry, like Jerry Blank. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So this is okay. Just these dumb little coincidences in life. Okay. That in the moment they feel like there's tremendous meaning behind them, but there isn't, but I feel like I want to say it. Okay. So today, I was driving uh, from school down to uh, the Wilshire screening room, um, and I was uh, watching one of many, many, many uh, uh, collections of uh, Norm MacDonald clips. And Hopefully more listening to than watching. What? Because <laughs> okay, you're driving? I've driven the road before. <laughs> uh, yes, no, I, I, I just listened to them. Thank you. Um, and uh, on this particular channel... Uh, they will feature you know these this uh, compilation and then uh, there will usually be like a little uh, little sort of an ad on the site itself for merch and it just says like hey here's some sweatshirts you can buy and that kind of thing and then they always have just sort of this generic it's probably available on iMovie uh just a little musical sting. and it and this had kind of a, a certain quality to it a, a certain poppy quality to it there are no lyrics again it sounded very generic but it It put me in mind of another song. So here's what I'll say. The video that I was watching uh, was a compilation of Weekend Update OJ jokes. Okay. All right? There are a lot, by the way. Uh, And then I heard that little musical bit at the end, and it put me in mind of... And I went back and listened to it to see if they did this on purpose. They did not. It just put me in mind very vaguely of the song Love Train, the old disco song mm-hmm. yeah. so i was like oh i'm gonna pull that up do you know who, who wrote that song or who performs that song wait who uh love train no i don't the ojs oh and again I was, I was like i'm gonna go back and see if this was done on purpose somehow and it was not as far as i like that's the little bit of musical sting that's on all the videos from this uh this website And I was just like, what is going on here? This is very strange. (laughs) You're like Jim Carrey in the number 23. (laughs) Exactly, yes. And so, uh, yeah, so I had to pull over and, you know, I had to collect my thoughts. I was almost late to the screening. And uh, but, yeah, so that uh, you were talking about music uh and i just thought oh, of uh it's like oh i was listening to love train today by the oj oh that's right i wanted to tell that story i'm sorry i'm very energetic i've had a lot of coffee today
1: and yeah and uh today you saw the best movie you've ever seen so um.
0: <laughs> don't don't overstate don't be a jerk about it um i also wanted to ask you if you speaking of metal you sent okay. me a clip recently trying to determine, and I feel like this is something we can outsource. No, I think if I, you haven't figured it out I yet. I
1: think I found out. I think it's from one of the Charles, Charles Chaplin talkies that I haven't seen. Oh, okay. But it, like, it was throwing me off because yeah, there was a, um, a band called Gravpel. I can't remember. It's obviously not an English language right. band. Um, but it was a great song. Um, and it had a clip that I could not place. And I'm, uh, and I, I I'd sort of like, googled some of the phrases and i think it's from a movie i hadn't seen but it was throwing me off because it sounds like a little kid's voice yeah but i don't know if it's maybe it's sped up in the sample or whatever anyway um everybody go check out the song hold on i have to find the name of the song uh what we aim for by the band gravpel g-r-a-v-p-e-l um and just listen like the first 45 seconds um and then try to stop. Cause I think that song's amazing, but it's also not everyone's cup of tea. I yeah.
0: I definitely, I liked the intro, not yeah. merely because of the, 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 clip or anything, but just, it had such a sense of anticipation in the actual song starts. And I was like, eh, this is not my cup of tea, but I liked the <laughs> intro.
1: Um, well let's get into it. Shall we? Indeed. Continuing our, um, never ending series of episodes about actors. This might, this isn't the end of it, is it? It no. is not. We have more to do. Um, We're going to talk about actors who retired because I find it so fascinating um, because like acting. If I, if you know, if I, if I swallow the, 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 the the line about acting is a, it's a, it's a calling, right? Right. It's an artistic pursuit. It's something that like you have to do. That's Mm -hmm. what like, it's what they say. Like, don't, you know there's so much rejection in becoming an actor don't even try to do it unless you feel like it's something you have to do that's yes. like a common thing that people yes. say um so it's always fascinating to me when someone has does that has the success at that and then gets to the point where they're like i'm good i'm, I'm done and yeah. like this isn't like a searching for deborah winger thing of like the industry like right um uh uh casting someone aside though there is there are a lot of child actors who like retired but it, like, you wonder like did they retire or did like people not want to cast adult freaky
0: units in anything <laughs> like yeah he says like he's done it's tough I do have I there and there there are so many that I only mark down a couple uh, but it is yeah it's and it's so fascinating like, being who I am, which is to say someone who used to act when I was younger and I really enjoyed it. Um, the idea of like, Hey, you're a kid actor, like you, you're getting cast in like one thing after another. And like, yes, as you get older, like the part you might get different types of roles or whatever, or maybe people will only see you as a kid and they can't see you as an adult. So maybe the, the things will dry up. Um, but there are, there do seem to be a number of, of situations where like a kid gets to be like 12 or 13 and then they just stop acting because they just don't like it anymore. And, and I remember when I was younger, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it's like a super easy job. And there's like, yeah, but it's the, it's an industry job. And I could see a kid not finding it fun at all. Maybe finding it more traumatic than anything else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and just, uh, this, it goes back to that documentary kid 90 that I, that I watched yeah. in which Mark Paul Gossler said, like, he goes, Oh, I'm not letting my kids act because this is not an industry that's geared towards children, even though it needs them, uh, in certain roles. And so, uh, right. I have a nephew who,
1: when he was younger, like was interested in it actually got so far, he's actually in a Campbell's commercial when he was oh. uh, a kid and then was like, I'm not really enjoying this. And I don't want to do it. And to yeah. his mom's, uh, uh, you know, undying credit, she was like, okay, you don't have to, you don't have to do this. Yeah. Um, whereas other parents, I would have been like, this is, you got a commercial. This is the Holy grail. We can't stop now. We can't go this far yeah. and not go further as Homer Simpson says. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah,
0: we, I mean, do we, uh, what other child actors do we want to talk about? One that I wanted to mention that, you know, this was in, in our lifetime, uh, Charlie Korsmo, Uh, he's someone who I mean he was in Dick Tracy and Hook and What About Bob and a few other things like when he was younger and then uh, and then he was in um, Can't Hardly Wait when he was a teenager and he was considered like one of the highlights of that uh, film and I think he was in maybe one or two other things after that and then so you kind of think, like, he, he probably could have kept going, uh, but he got he got out of the business. I think he went into law. Yeah, um, that seems like
1: because isn't, like, the dude, I say, well, I almost said kid. He's obviously not a
0: like kid no. anymore. Um, but
1: the dude who played Chunk in, yeah, in Jeff the Goonies, Cohen. he's yeah. also a lawyer, right? Yeah, he
0: is. He's, yeah. uh, he's, he's a lawyer in the uh, in the industry. I don't know if, if Charlie Corsmo is, but... Uh, but, yeah,
1: I wonder, that's, I feel like um, the one thing that... Uh, yeah, being a kid actor seems awful, but one thing that comes of it is some opportunities. Like the number of like kid actors who then like decided, no, I'm gonna go live a normal life. But the normal life is like getting into an Ivy League school, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah. like, um, I don't think Jonathan Taylor Thomas ever officially retired. As recently as recently, it like a couple of years ago, he was doing episodes of Last Man Standing with Tim right, Allen, which yeah. I don't know if that even really yeah but he went to Columbia like Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and I know um, Emma Watson went to Harvard is that right Uh, that sounds right to me uh, I think Um, but uh, yeah that seems to be I guess that's a good thing that comes from it is that you can despite having been schooled on by tutors on sets, which are pro- probably not the top notch. Yeah, they're. Rather, the I'm
0: sure they're really challenging you. Uh, yeah, uh, despite the, despite that background, you get into an Ivy League school. Uh, I believe it was Claire Danes. Uh, she hosted an episode of SNL, and in the monologue, I think it was that like she had been recently accepted to uh, an Ivy League school. I think that was the setup, and so she's talking about that, and then uh, and she's like, you know, I think it's like a lot of people are saying that it's just because I was an actress and and all that kind of thing, and then like uh, someone like raises their hand uh, in the audience, like, yeah, uh, I was wondering, and then they ask like just sort of a basic literature question. She's like, Oh, I don't know what that is. Cause yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, at one point she's like, she goes, you guys, I'm the goodest. And, uh, it was a uh, nice night. Nice, and she, she sold it. If I recall correctly.
1: Uh, I like her. Yeah. And I she, yeah. She's uh, one of the ones who made that transition.
0: She did. Yeah.
1: She's still out there doing it. Um, um, yeah. So,
0: yeah, there's a lot of kid actors that I don't yeah. know if they I, really count. But I guess I feel like Freddie Prinze Jr., who I guess wasn't a kid. He was a teen, sort of a teen idol. Uh, and I don't think like the parts dried up. I think he probably could have kept going. And I think he was old enough that I think he could have transitioned into like 20 something, 30 something yeah. parts. But he uh, yeah, he got out of it and became a, a producer, I believe, yeah. for like WWE or something like that. Yeah.
1: Wait, there's a story about Freddie Prince Jr. That he auditioned for something and was great and blew everyone away, but, the studio, but it was like a dark role in the studio. Mm. It was like, we can't, it'll sink our movie if we cast. Yeah. Um, I can't remember, it was like a famous role. Um, oh, well. On the,
0: if you know this story. Yeah, weigh in in the, uh, in the comments there. Uh, so, yeah, and then I guess... This doesn't count. He was just a a younger actor, Cal Penn, uh, who was acting, like, in his teens and and 20s. And uh, I think he still does some stuff, but, like, he he got into politics. Like, he was working for the Obama administration for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, he's back in the news this week. Is he? uh, Because he came out. He's apparently, uh, uh, not only is he gay, he's been with the same man for over a decade.
0: Oh, yeah. Weird. I didn't even know, like... uh, I didn't know that. And uh, I, I included him in this, uh, yeah. but yeah, I didn't know that he was in the news as of today. Um, well, this week. Oh, this week. Um, pardon me. But
1: uh, yeah, so Cal Penn. Okay. Came out. No, Patrick Harris came out.
0: Sure. Just waiting for John Cho. Oh, <laughs> like. it's just a matter of time. Boy, his family's going to be real uh, peeved when they're like, Hey, could you give us a heads up? Yeah. <laughs> um, Along those lines, I'm I am looking forward to I'm you know what maybe not looking forward to it. I'm curious about this uh, live action Cowboy Bebop that he's going to be in. Um, okay, oh I figured out you got it's the story. Not that famous a role
1: because I never saw the movie, but I know you're a fan of um,
0: uh, Lexi Alexander's Punisher War Zone. Well, fan might not be the word. Uh, I. I enjoy it in a very tongue-in-cheek kind of way. It's a ridiculous, over-the-top movie that I appreciate its audacity. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a good movie.
1: So, apparently, I guess the the villain in that movie is Jigsaw. Yes. And, apparently, Freddie Prinze Jr. auditioned for that. Lexi Alexander wanted him, thought he was amazing,
0: and the studio said, no, we're putting, not putting oh, Freddie Prinze
1: Jr. the villain in this that movie. That
0: would have been so... Here's what's great about it, is because... And it wound up being Dominic West, who really... who like. It's an over-the-top kind of performance. Um, but the whole so they point... So got that, okay. uh, Yes. Uh, but the whole point of that character is, like, he's a mafia guy who is who is particularly good-looking and is, like, a playboy within the mafia. Uh, and then... Oh. And then Punisher... Fun, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Punisher, like, screws up his face and stuff, and so he's, like, angry. They're like, oh, this was... I was so handsome, like... Uh, and oh. now I'm... So, like... Yeah. It would have worked, I, you would've know. Hey, Dominic West has a nice rugged handsomeness, but the idea of being like sort of a, uh, a, b- a baby face kind of handsome guy like Freddie Prinz, I feel like it would have. I feel like it could have worked.
1: I get that people find Dominic West han- handsome. I did for a long time until my wife pointed out that he looks like Coach McGurk from Home Movies. <laughs> he, that, now that's all I see. It's Coach McGurk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So if they ever do a live action home movies, we've got our coach McGurk. Yeah. (laughs) That is a delightful observation. Yeah. (coughs) Um, Oh boy. uh, Well,
1: you know what? Speaking of my wife, I was telling her that the the topic we were doing and I, and I was like, you know, actually retired and I started naming some and one that I named was Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And she was like, Ugh! I wish she would retire. So I, I want to make clear: we're saying retired from acting. From acting, yes. Because yes. yeah, apparently Cameron Diaz is still like writing self-help books and doing like lifestyle yeah. type stuff, and my uh, wife finds it very annoying. But that stuff, you know, the circles you and I run in, that stuff is like not really on our radar. So as not at all. far as I'm concerned, after Sex Tape 2014, uh, Cameron Diaz hung it up, which is
0: unfortunate, I think, um, because oh, yeah. I, I thought I like she it. was a very good actress. I remember liking her. I mean, she's very good in there's something about Mary and I really liked her in being John Malkovich. Mm -hmm. I think she was unfairly maligned in gangs of New York where like her, her, her Irish accent is consistent. It may not be great, but it's consistent all the way through. And I think she hits the emotional, emotional beats that she's supposed to. And like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I I always thought she was a really good actress. I, do we know why she retired? Just because she wanted to do this other stuff? Or? I, that's that's my that's okay. my guess. Um, I say other stuff. I'm sure it's tremendously lucrative. And because yeah, it's not on our radar. Like it just seems like a yeah. consolation prize to me.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the number the number of movies that she's she's in uh, that I always like forget about. Um, um, oh, I guess uh, I did see her in. In a world, very briefly, she's in like the movie in the movie in In a World. Oh yes, that's right. Um, what year was that? Also, twenty
0: fourteen. That's, that's twenty thirteen. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. She's in Vanilla Sky. She was one of the Charlie's Angels. She's in My Best Friend's Wedding. Like, yeah. Looking at this, the Holiday, which I saw
1: for the first time last Christmas season, uh, and, and quite liked. Any given Sunday, she's oh, yeah, she's, she's in Any Given Sunday. In, yeah.
0: yeah, she's a good actress. Like it is. It is unfortunate that uh, that she opted to go a different way because I, it'd be interesting to see the kind of roles she would get and the, and how she would play them as she got older.
1: Yeah. I guess it's like, it's especially upsetting. Cause like no offense to Cal Penn. I've always liked him, but like, I'm right. I, I'm not really missing Cal Penn's presence in, right. in, in movies th- that much. Whereas a, a Cameron Diaz or a Gene Hackman yeah. or a Bridget Fonda. Yeah. Like, are people like, Oh, these are people are so good. It like we, the movie watching community is worse off for them not being in movies. That's Hopefully for they're sure. better off.
0: Yeah, and and obviously like Gene Hagman, like he's I mean he's in his early nineties now. Uh, yeah, but so he so is William Shatner. He's still
1: acting. You know, that's not
0: uh, <laughs> if he ever was. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I got the uh, yeah. look on your face there. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, that's no that's
0: no uh, excuse, I guess. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so it's. Uh, I mean, he retired at a, uh, Gene Hagman, retired at a fairly uh, late age, uh, but at the same time, I think he was doing really great work as, uh, even towards the end of his career. Um, but at this, but yeah, he he had decades and decades of amazing work uh, behind, uh, you know, left behind, as opposed to Bridget Fonda, who I think was really coming into her own. Uh, I mean, I love her in A Simple Plan, I love her in Jackie Brown, yeah. and I, she just, and I think she had really interesting instincts, and it would have been interesting to see where she would go because I could see her being the kind of, especially having worked with Tarantino and really more than holding her own opposite Samuel Jackson and Robert De Niro, um, and really getting how to play that character. Uh, I I think she, and obviously coming from like a really solid acting family, um, I think seeing her get older and, and get off, getting offered different types of roles that, that to me is always interesting of any actor, uh, watching them go from like, sort of a, a a hot commodity from a lead standpoint into sort of a character actor and just see what they do with it and see how quickly they embrace it. Um, I think of somebody like Andy Garcia who Mm. some of my favorite work of his is as he's gotten older and embraced like more character work and it's like, Oh, this is great.
1: He definitely has my, Favorite line in the Ghostbusters reboot,
0: which is never compare me to the mayor from Jaws. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even say, he says Jaws mayor. Uh, (laughs) That's that's funny. It's, it is funny. But yeah. And like he was, I mean this, at this point it was years ago, but obviously like the villain in the oceans films Mm -hmm. and then the movie, the lesser known confidence. He's a lot of fun in that. He was recently in uh, the movie words on bathroom walls Mm. during turning in a really, really solid performance. So, yeah, so he's not retired. He's not retired. Not, he's still yeah. going strong, but, um, but it is one of those things. Like when I look at somebody like Bridget Fonda or Cameron Diaz, it's like, Oh man, like we are, we are in my genuinely, I think we are being deprived of like really good performances yeah. as they get older.
1: Um, well, I mentioned sex tape. Obviously, with Gene Hackman, it's Welcome to Mooseport. Unless yeah. you count the episode of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives he showed up in—that's <laughs> his last on-camera yeah. appearance. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it, it's—I it, I guess we don't know for sure if danny Day-Lewis is retired, but. <laughs> If yeah. he is, he like went out on phantom thread. Like, yeah. he, you know, he was like, I'm, uh, I'm done here. He didn't go out after nine to bring up right. nine for the second week, week in a row. Um, uh, it's interesting to me that some actors are willing to just like call it quits uh, like just nah I'm I'm done I, yeah, welcome to Mooseport yeah let that be the last yeah. thing on my on my resume for the rest of you, time
0: you kind of get the impression like thinking of like let's I never saw welcome to Mooseport or sex tape by the way uh, yeah neither neither did I but uh, imagine I like to imagine like uh, you've got Gene Hagman and Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel Day-Lewis does Phantom Threat he goes all right, I'm going to go out on top. This is great. Gene Hackman's like, fuck it. (laughs) Fuck this whole thing. I just did welcome to Mooseport. You know what? I'm done with this. Uh, You know, Unforgiven is uh, a long, you know, way behind me. Although of course he was, he was in uh, just a few years before he was in Royal Tenement, which is one of my favorite performances of his. That could have been a great Swan song. It really, yeah, it really could have been. (laughs) Um, And then, and Jack Nicholson hit the last film he was in was nine years ago. I think it was, uh, now you know it's a really generic title like that's a james james l brooks movie i believe is it now you know how do you know
1: how does she do it have you heard about the morgans (laughs) (laughs) whatever happened to baby jane (laughs) 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 um
0: let's see his last one is how do you know how do you know okay um yeah yeah and and, and the the film was not well received and he, he has a supporting role in it, and that's unfortunate and then before that i think it was like uh the bucket list which was not a well-received film either but then before that was The departed it's like okay that would have been a really nice note to go out on where he's just as jack as he has ever been yeah i know there was um talk of the
1: tony erdman remake with him and kristen wig yeah that would have been so cool that would have been
0: pretty great yeah um and you know and and i uh, you know you hear rumors about why somebody retires and like i'd heard like jack nicholson while not necessarily experiencing like like having dementia was like having a hard time with like memorizing lines and just felt like, okay, that's, it's probably time for me to get out of this. Yeah. I guess there were similar.
1: These are all rumors. There were similar rumors about Sean Connery. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: and then, and part of me just feels like, Oh shoot. Is this like, is, is he, you know, infirmed or anything? But then you see photos of him like from the last year, Mm -hmm. like there's one of him, (laughs) which brings joy to my heart where it's, there's like a houseboat on a l le- on a lake, and he's doing a cannonball off of it <laughs> and it was taken like in the last two years. It's like, all right, I'll take it yeah good for him good, good for, for him, him. Um, now there is uh you know he at this point he's apparently. Coming back, but of course there was Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis
1: is the one I was yeah I was yeah. going to bring him up because he is apparently coming back. Yeah, which um, is exciting
0: because he's he's mm-hmm. such a, a unique on screen presence.
1: Yeah, I have and definitely his story, missed him. The
0: story of his retirement is is sad in some ways and also quite touching. in And because ways. what what happened? His wife had died, okay. and he had two young sons, and he's just like, yeah, their mom just died. Yeah, like I could have. People take care of them, but their mom just died. My wife just died. We need each other. I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to raise them. And, you know, I've been successful enough that I can not work and I can just be a dad. And that's what he has done. And now his children are grown and now he can, you know, come back and and do some stuff, which is very exciting for me. But like, obviously there's a, there's a real sadness there. There's a tragedy there, but I think it is also this idea of, you know, having your, Priorities, right? Certainly, uh, and if you can opt not to work so that you can spend time with your yeah. family, then you know, more power to you. Uh, I, but I do look forward, to, and I do look forward to seeing what he does. You know, now. Um.
1: Now I should have brought this when we were talking about like final roles. This isn't actually his final role, but after the old man in the gun, Robert Redford said he was retired right i don't know if he is um imdb tells me he was in endgame i don't remember yeah he character. was yeah it's his character from oh because they when they go back and tell us yeah. to the, the winter soldier
0: stuff right yeah it's his character from winter soldier but it's basically after directly after the avengers uh okay which he's not in but right, he yeah. shows up as like a representative of S.H.I.E.L.D. trying okay. to get the Loki's staff. OK, and then he also did a voice in a movie that I saw at Sundance
1: 2020 called Omnibot. Um He voices a sea monster. Uh, <laughs> it's a strange movie. Okay, I sound, it. Yeah,
0: I, I, I remember you telling me about it, but uh, yeah, I didn't remember him as a sea monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but
1: uh, yeah, o- Old Man and the Gun would definitely be a great last movie it's it feels like it should be a last movie yeah Uh, because of endgame but maybe he could have maybe shot endgame first that's possible
0: yeah yeah it takes Uh, forever to make those movies um i only have a couple left obviously there are many others but there uh, are a ton yeah
1: but um the ones i want to get into because we've been talking about actors who have retired like that we've seen retire Mm -hmm. there are sometimes that i like don't realize like that someone retired like when I was born, Cary Grant was still alive. Yeah. He he retired. He made mm-hmm. his last movie in 1966 and went on and lived another 20 years. And I, yeah. I I didn't realize that because I think of like uh him like uh, after sure Char- he must have died after Charade, right? Which doesn't make any yeah. sense. He's not he wasn't that old. Yeah. But like in my memory it's, it, it, it's like yeah, that's the last uh he made two movies after Charade neither of which
0: I've seen. But um uh, I remember in the in I think it was the seventies or the eighties. Uh, Jimmy Stewart was getting the uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award, and it was presented to him by Cary Grant, who of course had, mm-hmm. had been retired for a while at that point, but he came back because his, his friend and, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, collaborator from time to time, uh, was getting this award. And, uh, and so like on one hand people works, ex- the Academy was excited to, to honor Jimmy Stewart, but it's also like, Hey, we get to see Gary Grant again. And he was yeah. old man, white hair, the whole thing. But, uh, but yeah, it was still very touching.
1: Uh, yeah. And I mean, and I guess James Stewart, as he liked to be known, he never really retired. Never f- fully retired either. He died in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I believe he died uh, the same
0: day as Robert Mitchum.
1: Oh wow! I didn't. Or maybe that. within a day or two of each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, his his last credit is nineteen ninety one. A voice in Five goes west. Yeah. Um, which I never saw. Five goes west.
0: It's not you uh, know it's uh, American uh, Tale, but it's uh it's like a western, and he plays like an old sheriff, and it's and he you know brings a very distinct voice to it, and it's uh nice to hear it. Um,
1: um, but Robert Mitchum, uh, was in stuff. Yeah. I mean, like he was in dead man. Yeah. You know, a year and a half before and he given it at,
0: his all in dead Great. man. Yeah. And I would say largely, uh, ill used in Scrooged. Like he's <laughs> the, he's like the head of the network or whatever in Scrooged. Um, yeah.
1: I love that's. This is an, almost another episode, but like actors who didn't retire, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, uh, like it's fun to me to like, cause I've increasingly gotten into like old Hollywood movies over mm-hmm. the years and like, uh, and obviously I'd, I'd seen Sterling Hayden movies. Right. And then like you watch nine to five and it's like, and hey, that's Sterling Hayden from
0: yeah. all those old black and white movies. <laughs> yeah <laughs> here he is in the 1980s. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I mean, I, I know that, uh, like Peter O'Toole and, and, uh, richard harris were younger than than a lot of the guys that we're talking about but yeah they worked right up until the the very end yeah um yeah but uh yeah incidentally just talking about jimmy stewart and people honoring jimmy stewart i remember watching i would watch like these old dean martin roasts and stuff and it's a lot of fun just seeing rickles just be rickles with everybody um but i remember there was uh the Jimmy Stewart, uh, roast, uh, Orson Welles go, uh, goes up and he's like, you know, making fun of everybody on the dais, but he doesn't really make fun of Jimmy Stewart. Like he, he just clearly reveres him mm-hmm. and he, oh, he delivers this line that like, that like Lucille ball just like lost her mind at where he goes, he's like, he goes, Jimmy, you'll have to forgive us, uh, for imitating you because in the end that's all we can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, and like Lucille Ball she's like, Oh, like, like, it, like it hit her. Like she had a religious experience and of course, Wells delivers the line beautifully. But anyway, yeah. <coughs> uh,
1: and the other like kind of um famous old time one, the, the, the it's sad that we're talking about <coughs> people dying, right? <laughs> you know, but sometimes that does highlight how long ago they retired when you find out that like, Greta Garbo died in the nineties. Yeah. (laughs) Um, because she like in her mid thirties was just like, she just hung it up and never, never looked back. 1941 is her
0: last, last credit. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it speaks to, you know, the, the, the impact that they, that Mm -hmm. they made that they could stop working in this capacity and then live an entire life after that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> she was retired for longer than I have been alive and I'm not that young. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> You're sure not. Um, I'm younger than you. And yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then, you know, you get like Grace Kelly who retired to be a royalty. Uh, Oh
1: yeah. That's a great
0: one. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I, as I was making my list, um, I guess Meghan Markle too. That's true. she, it, I don't know any of the stuff that she was... Well, she was
1: on Suits, from what I understand. Okay. That's her her main thing, is she was like a regular on okay. the USA Network.
0: That sounds right to me.
1: <laughs> One of their Blue Sky Dramas is the... Oh, uh, is that what it's called? Uh, this is what I learned from doing podcasts with Paul Goebel for years. Sure. It's like TV insider lingo, that the, the tone of the USA shows is... Like they're not comedies they're yeah. called blue sky dramas. They're like, they're dramas, but everything's pretty light and fun. Yeah. All the time.
0: Uh, <clears throat> reminds me of that. Uh, again, that, uh, I keep, referencing other things but uh that snl sketch where it's a game show and the the game show is what is burn notice <laughs> uh <it's laughs> oh wow <laughs> and no one has ever gotten it right <laughs> everyone's just taking a stab at what it might be um so uh i did want to uh i should have mentioned him back when we were talking about cal Penn, uh al franken who you know didn't act in a lot of movies He was more of a tv guy and just a general comedy guy but he was in movies and he was you know he was a show business guy uh and he got out of it to to get fairly high up in politics you know in the senate um yeah and uh and i guess it's it, it and no one really questioned it like no one really thought like well, what what business does he have? And I think because he was a political commentator for a long time, yeah. so it it wasn't strange for people to see him in this other capacity.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, it'd be I guess it'd be different of like Anthony Jeselnik, like <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> exactly, 100%. yeah, um, or Jesse Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, he's also. Al Franken also back in the news because he might be trying to revive his political career. Oh, which I would
0: not be in favor of what was the, I forget what, what got him out of it. It was like stuff that came out, like just like while he was in show business and
1: no, it was th- stuff that like while he was a Senator, there was like, uh, Oh, he did stuff while he was a Senator. Yeah. He oh, was okay. like, um, I mean, trying to be funny, but it wasn't funny. He was like, uh, a colleague of a female colleague of his who was asleep on an airplane next to him. He like took pictures of himself, like grabbing her breasts. while oh, she was. Oh yeah. That's, that's old time SNL for you. <laughs> like that's not going to fly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jerry Lewis thinks that's funny, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it doesn't fly today. So yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I just always wanted, you know, I, as a, I'm not a Democrat, but as a lefty, I want to make, make it clear that I want, Anyone who transgresses to, to uh, see consequences for their okay. for their actions. I don't, don't want to give everyone a pass just because yeah. they, you know, have yeah. my politics or whatever.
0: I mean, when you when it comes right down to it, like you know, our politicians are our representatives. Now, granted, there's the House of Representatives, like that's literally their title, but senators and presidents, like they represent us, and so it's right. like it's, it's one of the several reasons why I could not be talked into voting for Donald Trump, uh, <laughs> is because like, I don't want him representing me as an American or as a conservative. Like, uh, he, he really doesn't. This is not how I want people to think of me, uh, in that regard. But anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, um,
1: okay. I, just, I, I keep finding more that I'm like, oh, I didn't realize. Well, I, Audrey Hepburn comes on a lot of lists, but she was in like movies within a few years of her that she mostly retired. But she would still pop up every yeah. once in a while. She was in Always in 1989. Was her last, oh, okay last film, which I, I I haven't seen. But um, I don't know if that, that But then you know some of these more recent ones we talk about, like maybe Cameron Diaz will
0: show up again in, in a, exactly in, in, in 2040 or whatever. Yeah, it's it's hard to know if. It, if any of the if some of the people we're talking about are going to stay retired if it is going if Cameron Diaz is going to be you know like our Greta Garbo uh where she's out there doing anything but acting uh for the rest of her life yeah
1: um okay other ones uh Portia de Rossi yeah who uh yeah I guess hasn't done anything besides Arrested Development um let's let me look let me look which she's very good on Um, yeah but even like at the end of Arrested Development she was like
0: in it less you know yes when it came back you could granted when it came back like clearly they just weren't able to organize everybody's schedules anyway but Mm -hmm. she was really minimized it was surprising to me yeah
1: okay so she was in scandal as recently as 2017 but she does say that she's done
0: okay I mean that was four years ago now Uh, yeah yeah it sure was how about Uh, speaking of of such things i mean at this point it's only been two years but i know that maybe t- maybe two years maybe not even that um i know that terrence howard has said that he wants to retire that he's he's planning on retiring like he was done with the uh, empire and does not want to continue
1: yeah i know he's he's said that um obviously he um he has a reputation um yeah. so maybe you know maybe Uh, I'm not going to comment on whether I think the reputation's... I mean, yeah, I will comment on it. Oftentimes, when I think... When I hear that actors have a reputation for being difficult on set, I'm sympathetic. I want to know more. I want to know, like, what...
0: How are they being treated? How are they being talked to? Oh, especially when it's... When the rumor comes from, like, a studio justifying why they dropped him. Like, from the Iron Man franchise, for example. Yes, yeah, that's exactly the one I'm thinking of. So, like, I'm not
1: saying that he... You know uh, uh kicked himself out of the industry but i'm wondering right. if those if that reputation makes it like yeah a little bit easier for him to say like maybe i should just step away which is sad it is sad. he's great yeah he's a very good actor but then isn't i feel like there's also some personal life stuff that's uh, like some domestic i don't want oh, to okay. get into, yeah i don't i don't you know anything stuff. but yeah why shouldn't even brought it up because well, i'm not i don't know the details. Right. I just, I just, here's what happened. I get inside my head that someone else is going to say like, uh, it's a bit more than that. There's also this exactly. stuff. So yeah. I kind of wanted to acknowledge that I was aware there were rumors, but then I also started to feel like, oh, am
0: I contributing to rumors? Which I just said I didn't want to do. And anyway, my head was a mess just now. <laughs> it's tough commenting on this sort of thing because there's, there's always going to be, uh, you know, I wish people could see the the face you made when you voiced that person, uh, <laughs> which is, um, actually it's that I'm um, actually kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and people can say either way so you have to try and walk a tightrope where you show that you're aware of something without perpetuating the rumor itself yeah, that's, it's like that's a that's a tough uh tough ground to cover
1: yeah um are there any others that you can
0: no i think i covered everybody uh on my list and i didn't i didn't incorporate everybody into my list but i i i hit everyone that i felt like i had something to say about
1: all right well i'm finding a uh uh um, an article here, a listicle. Okay. Actors you didn't know were retired. And I hate that.
0: Yeah. It's like, because don't tell I, me what I don't know. Most of these
1: are people we've already talked
0: about. Yeah. So, um, oh, but uh, maybe i will take the list down after this episode goes up.
1: Hold on. Uh, when was the last time Meg Ryan was in anything? Is she retired?
0: Gosh, you know, I maybe she is. I I have not seen her in quite a while. She wasn't. I mean, I was trying to think. Wasn't it was called like.
1: In the Land of Women or something, but that was, like, 15 was like years 2007,
0: ago. 2007, I think, yeah. like, 7 or 8. Yeah, yeah so
1: she's been in something since then. Wow, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, so, uh, you know what? There are people on this list that I didn't realize were retired, so I guess that list... Um, let's see. You're looking at my grind? I am. Because this list also says that Eva Mendes retired. Hmm. Which is uh,
0: too bad, I like her. Um... Okay, so there was yeah, something wow. in 2015 called Ithaca. Uh, she was in that. She is rumored to be in a project, uh, a TV series called The Obsolescence, but it literally just says rumored, and that's it. So the last credited thing was six years ago now. Okay, I think um, that counts. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it does. Um, see, this list says Lisa Bonet,
1: but... Um, She's been in stuff as recently as 2017. And, you know, like, I mean, seven episodes (coughs) of uh, Ray Donovan,
0: a show that I'm convinced I would probably like, given its cast. And yet I've not seen a single episode of Uh,
1: I watched the pilot, I think, again, for (coughs) because Paul Goble and I used to do a show where we made each other watch stuff. So I think he made me watch the first
0: episode of Ray Donovan. It didn't didn't seem that great. I like, I mean, I, I really, I'd say I love Lev Schreiber. I think he's such a fascinating actor, and the idea of a, a show being built around him sounds very exciting to me. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, just, didn't, just didn't get around to it. Now, obviously, Renee Zellweger came back for Judy, but there was like a, I feel like there was a long gap there, right? Like for, up until a couple of years ago, I feel like a lot of people would have said that she was retired.
1: Yeah, that's almost like, um a whole other episode like actors who took long Tone, yeah. breaks because uh well you know jared leto I t- i've told this story before right when i went to a, a screening of um dallas buyers club there was right. A Q&A with jared leto afterward
0: yeah i remember and what he said about what how he how he acts or, or whatever he starts living and then steps in front of the camera or whatever <laughs> oh, bullshit God,
1: i forgot about that oh That's yeah so bad <laughs> no what i was going to bring up is that multiple two or three times, the moderator of the panel referenced that he'd taken five years off of acting. And every time he said it was actually closer to six. <laughs> <sighs> Good Lord. Um, but the, the fun thing, like the funny thing to me about like his five, almost six years, he wasn't, he was doing his music 30 yeah. seconds to Mars. And there's like, a whole group of people who know Jared Leto as the guy from 30 seconds to Mars first, you know what I mean? Really? Like, uh, you know, again, I don't want to generalize, but sort of like goth adjacent, like people who were gothic adjacent okay. teenage girls at the time. Sure. Now they're in their twenties, I'm assuming. But, um, that band was like big within that crowd. Huh? And, uh, <laughs> uh I've always thought they sucked
0: yeah it's i mean honestly anytime uh a, uh a, a, an actor also has a music career oh i God, always that's just another episode isn't it it is yeah. i always just assume that that's the that's the vanity project yeah um but the, i mean lord knows there are plenty of singers who have also acted yeah. uh and we rarely treat that as a vanity project you know what i mean
1: yeah it seems like oh someone gave them uh, an opportunity, <laughs> yeah, but um, and but then then some, some of them are, but like tom
0: waits and and yeah and uh will Oldham are like mm-hmm. they're good, yeah, and even i mean I haven't seen i mean Mick Jagger has not been in much right but but like performing, yeah. he's great, yeah david Bowie david Bowie is an is a is an excellent actor who's there's gonna be someone I'm missing who's
1: like an actor turned musician who actually made good music, oh I mean. Jenny Lewis was a child actor hmm. who then like, she's in like Troop the Hills and right. stuff like that. Who then like stopped out stopped acting in his like, uh, you know, indie rock royalty at this point. Yeah. 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 So that's, a then, that's one, but I, yeah. but she didn't do both. She's got to come back. Jenny right, well, Lewis has to get back in front of the camera. All right. I'll, I'll start a letter writing campaign. <laughs> yeah. Pick up some of these roles that Cameron Diaz is <laughs> turning her nose up at.
0: <laughs> There's only so many. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like well we have in the script it was written a few years ago it says a cameron diaz type <laughs> but she's out get me lewis um
1: all right well i think we've gotten silly enough that yes this, yeah, is, this that is sounds over. right to so me. um you can find us at battleship pretension.com you can email us at david at battleship or tyler at battleship you can um follow me on twitter at davy pretension uh, check out my other podcast which you can find at battleship or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, it's called the one where I met your mother. Um, my wife, Natalie and I, we watch an episode of friends an episode of how I met mother this, this, uh, week, uh, we watched a friend's episode, um, in which Monica accidentally has sex with, uh, someone who is underage real, Oh, <laughs> uh, classic sitcom. Sure. Thomas. And then we watched the, how i met your mother season one finale okay which is called come on which now we're in a position of like for the next two weeks we have friends episodes to watch and know how i met your mother before we catch up and start season two of each show so we have to figure out what we're gonna do we've we've put it out to the listeners we have some ideas of what we're gonna do we were thinking about like um something fun like what if we watch an episode of another sitcom from the 2005, 2006? Sure. He's like an episode of new adventures of old Christine or something. There like you that. go. Um, or it was like, what if we watch a movie with, we've we watched fools rush in yeah. or like, I don't know. The Paul bearer, uh, <laughs> the Paul bearer, or conversely. What if we watch like Harold and Kumar yeah. or uh, happy, thank you more, please. Um, which is the movie that Josh Redner directed. That's right. Yeah, American right. Pie we could watch with Alice mm-hmm. Hannigan. So those are some ideas. What I think we're probably going to end up doing, which has nothing to do with anything, yeah. is just watching and talking about an episode of our favorite reality TV show of all time, the uh, late lamented Food Network show, Mystery Diners.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me see. Now, what, what were the listeners sending in? Was that one which, of the suggestions? Which, that's
1: just... It just posted. So okay. I haven't checked the email. I don't know if any okay. suggestions have, have come in, but those were. I predict that no suggestions are going to knock that one off the, uh, <laughs> the podium there. Yeah. That's, that, that's what we're probably going to do. So that's, uh, I, sorry, I went on way too long about that. Um, but uh, Tyler is on Twitter at Tyler Pretension. Why don't you plug something?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll talk about this just for the next the next few weeks, and then I'll I'll, I'll hold off. But obviously, my uh, documentary Valley of the Shadow: The Spiritual Value of Horror is available at Rediscover Television uh, on that platform. It is also available on uh, Vimeo on Demand. So for those that uh, might not want to subscribe to a family friendly, faith based uh, platform, uh, you can watch the film on its own uh, on uh, Vimeo On Demand. So uh, I'm fairly, uh, again, fairly proud of it Um, and uh, would love to know what people think.
1: Okay, other than that, thank
0: you for listening. We'll get you next time. Bye. Bye.